0: Hello and welcome back to True Alchemy Academy with me, your host, Kaylee Worsley. I'd first like to start off by saying happy Valentine's Day to everybody. It is the day where love is in the air and for some reason, I just can't get enough of it this year. I was a little bit bitter for the last... 10 years about valentine's day but this day i just feel the love and perhaps it's because i've been reading my own affirmations to myself and in case that's the reason i would actually like to read some of them to you today so the first half of this podcast is going to be affirmations some of them because i just wrote 48 and you can buy them on my website they're only 4.99 and then the other half is going to be a realization today that i had about relationships and who we pick that part is going to have a visual component that's available on youtube because i don't know i just really feel like i need to to write it out to draw it out for everybody to see how things are affecting them if you don't want to go to youtube just close your eyes and try to envision what i say in the second half okay so as we go through these affirmations i want you to really feel the words. And if you want, you can write them down because they're more powerful when you say them. And that is precisely why I created a very pretty PDF for you to download. Because when you read them to yourself, it's your voice that's speaking to you. And so it's like 50 times more powerful. However, consistency is key regardless. And if you hear them, Repetition, even if it's my voice, it will still have a great effect on you. I am love. I am loving and lovable. I allow the right divine person to find me at the right divine time. I celebrate myself and allow myself to be celebrated. I am worthy and deserving of all the good in the universe that has been made for me. God is love. I love life and life loves me. I give myself permission to love. I give myself permission to be loved. I am worthy of all the things I desire. I believe in myself. I am loved wherever I go. I can feel the love present in my everyday life. My happy and loving thoughts help create a happy and loving environment around me. I am free to love deeply and be loved deeply. I now release any fear or negative experience that has come from love. Love is my birthright. I do not need to do anything to deserve love, as it is always available for me. I forgive myself for where I have mistreated love. I allow my heart to be and stay open, knowing I love myself enough to withhold my boundaries. I am pure joy. I am healthy, whole, and complete. I am united with God. All the love in the universe shows itself to me. I bask in the divine love of all that is. I do not have to prove myself to anyone. And that is the last affirmation that I will leave. That's on page 28 of 50. And there are a ton more available on truealchemy.academy's website. They are called the 48 Affirmations for Love. And the front has a bunch of little cute hearts on it. So you know it's just about love. And I would like to say, in honor of people who maybe don't have a partner celebrating this Valentine's Day with love starts within so once you really really love yourself that's when the magic happens truly so please make sure that you are loving yourself always okay first now i'd like to move on because i had this realization last night in the bathtub and it kind of blew my mind so i wrote it down actually that's a lie i did not write it down i made a voice note but I saw it like um like a painting in my head and so I really want to talk about it because I think sometimes we we just we look outside for external solutions but I found one that we could probably navigate towards the internal to really like understand what's going on. So I was thinking about how we have partners and how we choose these partners. And then I was looking at someone that I met and I was really just thinking about him. And I was like, oh my God, this makes so much more sense of why I now am attracted to someone like this rather than someone that I was attracted with before. And there were many different layers which I had to conquer to get to that level. But here we go. I'm going to explain them. So we are subject to ourselves, right? But as we grow up, who forms ourselves? We are formed by the environment around us. So I'm not going to blame our parents for anything. I'm not going to blame our grandparents for anything. I'm not going to blame anybody. It's just the way the cookie crumbles. So we see the way people interact with each other at a really young age. So we've got our parents, our grandparents always kind of influencing how we are. Now, what happens when that goes on is we internalize a lot of the things. So We begin to internalize their dialogue, their thought process, their outlook, kind of blah, blah, blah. So then we start to become them, kind of. And what happens, I believe, is we just continue looking for the same person outside of ourselves. Which is why sometimes we say, oh, we're just looking at like our you know, we pick partners that look like our opposite sex of our parents. So if you're a boy, you're going to pick a woman that's like your mom. But here's why I think that that is true and how we can kind of, if you have a good relationship with your mom or you don't have a good relationship with your mom, this is how you can kind of avoid that. And it took me a really long time to understand this, but I got it. So we look at these people outside of ourselves because Inside of ourselves. That is how we are internally. So I was. My masculine energy. Was. Attracted to masculine. Energies of men. So I was attracting men. Who reminded me of my father. Because I had to heal. Still from that relationship. So I was my. But it doesn't mean that I have to heal with another man. It means that that I should be healing within myself. So. I had to heal my own internal masculine energy so that I could pick a better partner. How crazy is that? So once I did, once I started really focusing on myself and, you know, you have to, you have to, you have to look at the masculine within. You have to do it and you have to say, or the feminine, whatever. In my case, it was the masculine and the feminine to be precise. I looked at the masculine within and I was like, okay, how do i provide what i need that i never got and so i you know i became committed to my goals i became committed to my to my business i became committed to my finances i moved out i started living by myself i created a structure that i felt safe in and i created a safe environment and i was providing for myself i am providing for myself and that's something that i never had and because i was subject to the masculine of my father and the energy was kind of internalized by me I just kept meeting the same guy over and over again over and over and over and again in different bodies and different looks and blah 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 but it was the same energy that I was dealing with and this was because I just didn't deal with it within myself but you don't really know until either a you meditate a lot you have to and like what I mean meditate I mean like dig deep into your into your dark shadow, like really be honest with yourself, journal, stuff like that. But also when people, when you meet people and it seems like a pattern, those are all triggers that are triggering you to look within yourself at to what needs to be healed. So if you're just constantly ignoring your triggers, you're probably ignoring a huge part of yourself that needs to heal. So I always say that, not always, actually recently I've started to say that triggers are your friends because i'm i live in canada i live in north america and a lot of people don't want to be triggered they're like no you can't trigger me but honestly it's okay you can be triggered because that trigger within some other person is going to lead you to a a wealthy place within yourself where you can heal and that's perfect that's amazing people who trigger you are some of the best healers in your life so really look at that and then once you're fully healed and you're out of that triggered state you can see these people as just like you know, now they're just saying things that annoy you, but they don't trigger you. It's different. (laughs) So, or you can see like from my case scenario, now I see that masculine energy is something I don't even want to deal with. I don't even want to be around it. My own masculine now is like so healthy. Now I just want a healthy masculine to balance my healthy feminine, because I also had to look at the feminine energy that I absorbed from my mom. So, you know, because you see the dynamic between your parents, you really have to figure out, okay, how did this one energy attract the other energy? And how can I not be in this situation? So you have to really look at all aspects of yourself. So my healthy feminine now is more of a ready to receive love, ready to be with the the right man, ready to have a beautiful relationship where we grow and we heal and we create things. And, you know, we're individuals and we stay individuals, but we become one when we're together and and we grow and expand and you know create so it took a lot but the thing is is you have to just look at people as mirrors and i guess i don't really need to show you i drew it out it doesn't look as cool as i thought it would but it's basically like think of yourself think of your internal self as a yin yang let's say you right now your internal yin yang the white is the masculine so look in the mirror and look at your masculine, and see if there are people in your life that represent the the non-healthy side of your own inner masculine. Now look at the dark side of your yin yang, and see if your f- inner feminine, if there are people inside, su- if there are people in your life that represent your inner feminine, what do they look like? And then you can also kind of understand yourself, really. You kind of That's why I say, like, these self-love affirmations are very important because once you, like, really, really work on yourself and really, really love yourself, there is is an infinite amount of ways that love can come into your life. It can come into your life as a form of a pet, a plant, a job, friends, a partner, um, old friends coming back to bury the hatchet. new family members you know there's just so many ways that love can come into your life the sun shining on you birds chirping a ladybug lands on you you see a rainbow like those are all very loving things and even sometimes when things are tough that's also love like when your parents call you out and you don't want to be called out that's a form of love because that's tough love and yeah you need to smarten up that's what my parents well my dad would always say smarten up my mom would always also say smarten up and those are just ways that love is shown and going through hard things and pulling yourself out of those deep shadows is also a ton of self-love. I would say that being able to look at yourself truthfully and then dig yourself out of those really dark times is the truest form of self-love because you're no longer just pretending that everything's okay. You're actually like, okay, this is this is bothering me and I need to heal it. And that is huge. Oh my goodness. That is so, so big because that you come from a place of I love myself so much that I'm going to drag myself down to the pits of Tartarus of my own inner, stagnant, dark energy, my own shadows. I'm going to look at my shadows and I'm going to say, you know what? Let's go, let's do this. And you're going to heal them. That to me is the biggest form of self love. And I do believe that it is not talked about enough in the spiritual community because a lot of the time we just want to focus on what feels good and transformation and rebirth don't always feel good. I don't know if you've ever seen the video in biology of a woman giving birth, but it does not look nice. (laughs) Like Every woman I've talked to about a birth story is like, no, that hurt, never want to do it again. But then they do it again. But then they have more kids because they love their kids so much. That's basically the process of having a new life, you know, women create life, that they're creators, they're bringers of life. And that doesn't mean that only women can do that. That means, I mean, like with a physical baby, yes, but I'm not talking quite literally, I'm talking metaphorically, you can give yourself a new life at any moment of time, you can really just rebirth, like, it's such a beautiful process to be like, you know what, I'm going to be reborn today. It can sometimes be quite difficult. Um, I've been through a couple of... uh, I want to say rebirths before. I have... I feel as if there have been many layers of my life that have peeled off like an onion. But the peeling process was like... Was like I died and then was reborn. And this actually happened to me in December. Where I truly felt like I died and then was reborn. And... It felt very painful at first, but then I was very grateful <laughs> because I got to go through that experience. I learned so much, and now I carry that wisdom within me of who I truly am, how I was able to to be myself, how things have happened, and now I can just be who I am and it feels so good. Like I genuinely now at the point of my life, I feel like I'm meant who I'm. I feel like I am who I was always meant to be and that I wouldn't trade that for the world all the pain it would be fine I'd do it all everything that's happened in my life that brought me to this moment I would do again and so when I say when I come to you from a place of hey I think you should do some shadow work I truly mean it because I know what I can do And we like to avoid it, but I don't think we should avoid it anymore. So, there are some shadow work prompts that you can do that I'm going to give you. These are some ones that I have found on the internet because I'm going, uh, that's why I'm going to share them. Because my shadow work prompts come to me in dreams. So, when I get a dream and I see something, I wake up and then I work on it in the morning. I flip some cards, I work through it, I meditate because I have. Benet. i just have those tools but if you're just starting out you're not really dreaming enough you don't know what to do i would get a pen and a piece of paper i would write these down and then i'm only going to give you a few because i don't want you to feel too overwhelmed and then i would work through these like daily and it's okay to put the work down and then come back to it so don't overwhelm yourself don't think you have to get the answer right away they're painful and it's okay It's okay. It's okay to feel negative emotions. You have to feel negative emotions or you're never truly going to feel positive ones. Okay. So don't worry. When I went to Vipassana, the one thing that I learned was impermanence. So nothing is going to last forever. And so you can think of that in such a liberating way. So yeah, maybe this sucks now, but it's not going to last forever. It's like thunderstorms. They come and they go. It's like sunny days. They don't, you know, not every day can be sunny. So don't worry. Here is one that I think is really good, okay? Is your inner voice truly yours? Could it be influenced by other people in your life, like your parents, friends, or teachers? So I'm going to say this again. Is your inner voice truly yours? This comes up quite often with people. And what is navigating you? Your inner voice, your higher self, is never going to speak down upon you. It's always going to sound motivational and want the best for you. So even if even if it, it's being honest with you about yourself, it's honesty to help you grow. It's never going to say, you can't do that. You suck, you're not good enough. That's never ever from your higher self. That is most likely influences from outside sources. So really sit down. And follow your breath and see if your inner voice comes up, okay? This is another shadow prompt. When are you most judgmental? When are you most judgmental? Something that I learned is that when we, what we judge in others, we judge in ourselves. So who are you judging and what are you judging of them? For example, I got bullied by this girl in high school. She used to make memes of me and like, hated me for being a model I saw her in Toronto like five years after she bullied me super hard I was like oh this girl nice and then I looked up her Instagram because I was like curious you know and she actually became a model and I found that so ironic because she bullied me for what I was doing and then did it so that's a perfect shadow work prompt that's a great example she didn't like what I was doing because she wanted to do it and she took it out on me So now she's doing what she wants to do and hopefully she's feeling a lot happier. The next one. What emotion do you try to avoid feeling the most? And how do you typically react when you feel this emotion? This is important. What emotion do you try to avoid feeling the most? That's probably the one that's going to be the floodgate for all the other emotions So, once you let in that sadness, once you let in that anger, it's a world wind of everything. But it's so good because it's healing. It's like a tornado everything comes in at once, but it rejuvenates the soil so that better things can grow. Another one Do you value yourself and what you bring to the world? Do you value yourself? Do you I'm sorry, do you value yourself and what you bring to the world? I think this is beautiful because every single one of you has value, and every single one of you brings something unique to this Earth. It does not matter if it's on the big scale, it does not matter if it's on a small scale. Anything you do, the way you do it, is valuable. And I hope you that you see it that way. The next one I think is very, very cool. What does freedom mean for you? So define freedom. How? Do, when do you feel free? Another one that I think could be very, very helpful. I think that I, I put a couple in here. When are you hardest on yourself and why do you think that is? So I see this a lot with men, actually. Men are very, very hard on themselves when it comes to career when it comes to, to providing, they're very hard on themselves. If they feel like they're going to disappoint their parents or they need to follow in certain people's footsteps or their friends are doing something so that they need to do something, they're so hard on themselves. And honestly, this is a message for all men listening to this. I hope that you find what you love and you do it because the best thing that you can provide for your family is happiness and love. That's it. When you are your happiest, you can love your family so deeply and that's what that's what they really really need because yes, you can make you can make money doing what you, makes you happy. You really can. If you like your job, if you like it, you don't have to do your passion for work. It's fine. But as long as you like your job, you're going to bring something home much more than money. And you're going to find that you can bond better with your children. You can have a better life with your wife. And things are going to go a lot, lot better. So if you do anything for yourself after this podcast, please, please, if you don't like your job, if you're not happy, please decide on what makes you happy. And try and do that. It doesn't matter what it is. Just try and figure it out, okay? Because that's so important. And it's just so important. Money comes and goes. You don't need a gazillion dollars to live on Earth. Honestly, the water outside is free if you live in the mountains and it's clean you can also get a filter like you know what i mean like there's such an abundance of things here on this planet you don't need to have 15 cars you don't need to have the biggest house on the block what you need is a happy and healthy family period and you need to be happy and healthy to do that okay and for the women i think the the hardest women are on themselves is when they're not perfect i see that a lot when when we when we when we're aging and our bodies are no longer perfect or according to society standards that's ridiculous you do not need to be hard on yourself that way you need to be in love with yourself you need to love yourself so much and once you love yourself so much you can provide that love for others around you so if you're going to do anything today on this valentine's day i would love for it to be shadow work so that you can provide true love to yourself and to your family, to your partner, to the people around you, your friends, the earth, you know, God, life. I really, really hope that for everybody today. So thank you for being here with me today. I know that this work might be difficult, but I wish you the best and lots of love.